Quantum Alchemy Radio, where a new perspective is a new reality. One slight shift. Imagine this one slight shift in perception can cause our perspective to become a new reality. Why not you? Why not now? Join us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Quantum Alchemy Radio. This is your host, Anya Sophia Nan. So happy to be here on show number two. So really looking forward to some folks that will be calling in today to receive Quantum Alchemy Laser Coaching. It's the love of my life, really, because I know that within each and every individual, you are the point of change that is going to change the world. And when I say change the world, I mean change the world for the better, for the higher vibration, the higher feelings, the higher thoughts, the higher way of living that we're all wanting to experience at this time. So let's check in and see if the co-host is here. Ruth, are you here? Hi, Anya. Yes, I'm here. Awesome. We were chatting earlier, but I didn't know if you ran off to skip to the loo. <laughs> Being that you're in England, that's what they call it, right? Skip to the loo? The loo? Yeah, we nip to the loo. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, nip to the loo, nip to the loo. So welcome, Ruth. And, and again, welcome, everyone. My arms are open. My heart is open. My mind is open. For the next about hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes or so, we're going to be together This is very organic in what we're doing, meaning we're just going to go with the flow with with what comes in the moment. Yes, we do have five segments to the show, but we're pretty loose within those segments. So in segment one, that's where Ruth and I just do what we do pretty much on a daily basis is we chat. We check in. You know, whether it's on a business level or a personal level, we check in and we chat. We talk about life, the universe, and everything. One of the reasons for that is, folks, is what you think, what you feel, and what you say is absolutely contributing to the world, to your family, to your friends, to your community, because we are vibrational beings. Everything is energy. So what we think, do, say, and feel is making a difference. So Ruth and I chat every day on like the universe and everything. And today we're going to talk about quantum relating. Ha! Huh? What's that, Ruth? Before we go there, Ruth, <laughs> well, it's, it's... Before, mm-hmm. before we go there, Ruth, I really do want to jump in. I just want to acknowledge some of the people that we're aware of through the different sign-ups on the email so that people get quantum alchemy news. We know where you're from a little bit. So and maybe you can jump in if you know of any others, Ruth. And we have folks from the USA, Oakland, Palo Alto, California, the East Coast. We're in New Hampshire. And in Canada, we have Surrey, B.C. and Toronto and Scotland, and Findhorn, which is in Scotland, and Germany, and Australia. It's so exciting. 
exciting at this point to already having a global reach, which is the intention of coming together. We are one humanity. We are one human family. And the separation that was there before in our society is starting to melt now. The borders are starting to melt. And through the Internet and um, Twitter and Facebook and all those things, we're starting to really start to come together. And that is one of the intentions for the show, is to bring people together in their humanity. I am in the business of coaching, which is the global business of human development. And that's what I'm all about from the inside out for sure. So, Ruth, do you know of any other um, areas in the world people are checking in from? I, I don't. We've had at least, uh, gosh, at least a dozen people sign up just in the last 24 hours. And mm-hmm. um, uh, the, the most recent ones have again been from Canada and the USA and the UK. Um, but definitely, you know, like you said, a couple from Germany and Australia and other, other places. So uh, there's definitely a wide, a wide reach. Yeah. Wonderful. So, again, welcome, global listeners. And in, in the first about 10, 15 minutes or so, Ruth and I are going to open up and start chatting, which will add to hopefully what people bring to the table when they come in with their questions for coaching, personal question, professional question, business, your family, whatever is there for you. So quantum relating, Ruth, um, let's jump in a little bit. What is quantum relating? What's it mean to you? Well, before I answer that, Anya, I just want to say for the new listeners who don't know you that Anya has actually been in the field of human development for over 20 years and is a very experienced coach but does more than just what most people would think of as life coaching. You do business coaching and I've seen you do some very, very powerful uh, emotional retreat residentials that I know you do on a regular basis that you co-facilitate with a therapist. So Anya's very, very experienced in this whole field of relating and for those of you who might be listening and think you've got an issue that you want to call in about but it's not to do with relationships call anyway because the quantum relating you will see is happening as on your dialogues with the people that call in irrespective of what the issue is about and we'll talk a little bit about that after on your coached each, each person so we've already got uh, three people now on the on the um, in the queue, ready for coaching. So if you do want to be coached on today's call, dial in right away because there won't be time for everybody to be coached. So I just wanted to say that so people could get, get dialing in now. And also, I just wanted to say a little bit on you just to let people know who are calling in to be coached that when you, when you go live and start to speak to Anya, please switch off, close the browser window that has got the radio show playing. You will be able to hear it through your telephone, but do close the browser window. Otherwise, we'll get a horrendous echo and everybody will hear that. So I just wanted to can remember I, to, to say that. I'm, great. Okay. Oh, and by can the I, way, so, so, say again. Can they just mute, or do they have to actually close the window or shrink it? Or... I, don't, I didn't find a way to mute it. I think you have to actually just close that window temporarily while you're live on the air, and then you can open it okay. again later. And, of course, okay. the number to call if you listen. The coaching line is now closed. Okay, so you, well, you asked about what, what does quantum relating mean to me. 
Mm, now from here. <laughs> from here, I mean, I'm thinking of last week's show and and all the the conversation that we had about light and about the science that's coming forward that's showing now how our cells in our bodies are constantly emitting light and there's information on that light. So within our bodies, our cells are constantly communicating, but also between individuals. While you and I are talking now, um, our cells are communicating. Our cells are singing to each other, as we said last week. So quantum relating is, it relates to to all the different layers, I think, of, of relating, all the different multidimensional layers of communication. Um, I remember, you know, one of my favorite books, Sanya, is, is this book by Robin Dunbar called Grooming Gossip and the Evolution of Language. And he yes. put forward that language, language actually evolved as, as we, as humans, grew in group size. As our brains got larger and we started to live in larger groups, we weren't able to physically get around and groom each other. And that's how chimpanzees and gorillas and other primates, that's how they uh, maintain, create and maintain their kinship bonds, their sense of loyalty to one another. They do through grooming. And when we moved into cities and towns and, and lived in larger group sizes, we can't physically get around and groom each other. So we evolved language as a way for, for grooming one another. But the, the reason I'm bringing that up now is because in his book, he speaks about something called intentionality. And he says there are eight layers of intentionality. And what that refers to is the ability to read what's beneath the words. What's beneath the words. So we're not just taking what somebody's saying at face value, but we're aware of intonation in the voice. And we're aware also of body language. And that would only be two layers of intentionality. Now, I, I'm not consciously aware of being aware of any more than, the, than two or three, perhaps. But he does say there are eight, at least eight, in his book. And so when I have witnessed you coaching and the way you work with people, and folks, you'll see this. When we get into the live coaching, you, you'll see this, and we'll talk about it afterwards. So we'll talk, you'll, be, you'll see, you'll listen to what Anya's doing, then we'll talk about what's happening so you get to see it for yourselves. But I, I see you time and again not pay too much attention to the content of what the person's saying, but you go straight into what you're, what you're feeling from them. And, and they're often just totally blown away by how did you know that? How did you go to the heart of the matter so quickly? And it's mm -hmm. because of your amazing ability, Anya, because of your experience and also because of who you are, and, and I have to be said, a, a lot of natural-born talent. You have this amazing ability to read, I believe, at least eight levels of intentionality, if not more, when you're working with people. Yes, so long yes, answer, but that, that was what I wanted to bring in. Right. And however, Ruth, this exists, natural wiring, let's just call it wiring right now. This exists within all of us. It's to what degree are we in the way of it with a busy mm. mind or not connected to our body or it's what's in the way of it um, 
and how connected to it are we? So I, I you know, yes, yes, I, I happen to, you know, come in this way and have honed the skill of really, you know, if, if anything, it boils down for me to really deeply listening. I'm listening with my whole body to what the person perhaps cannot hear themselves because they're not connected to it. So it's not that I'm telling anybody what to do or, you know, coming in on a psychic level and I'm just using everything within me to really hear what our bodies are already communicating. And within the cells, each and every cell in our body lies the truth. And my truth is different than Mm. your truth and we all have our own individual truth. My mind, Ruth, goes to, um, and just for the sake of conversation and to be anonymous, um, the special interest group. Um, Ruth and I have been co-hosting a special interest group for um, Coach U, uh, which is a, a used to be Coach University. It's now Coach U for, I don't know, 10 or 12 years, something like that. And, um, 12 years. Yeah, we talked about quantum relating in this past one and also um, in the coaching now that call that I did earlier this week with a group of people. And so just for the sake of being anonymous, let's just call the guy Joe and the girls Mary. So do you recall, Luz, maybe you can say a bit about it, um, the particular gal, Mary, and her friend, let's say, that she was having trouble um, really just being around and being with. Do you recall that? Yes, yes. Um, maybe so, say a, a bit about that. When she, when you, as Anya does, she'll throw the space open and people will, like on the call today, people will jump in to be coached. And the first thing she said to you, Mary said she'd like to be able to catch herself before she responds to some family members. And so, uh, as Anya as Anya worked with her, she was able to release some uh, some of the mental concepts, some of the ideas that she'd been holding around this person. Let's call her friend Joan for for the sake of uh, anonymity. But uh, this was somebody who she'd been having a great deal of difficulty with, and Anya's able to go working underneath the words, underneath the ideas, the the uh, that we hold about people and actually work shifted on an energetic level. And you could hear the change in Murphy's voice. And so it was more than just in coaching. We have this term reframing where we change the, we change the words about something to put it in a different frame, but it's more than just words. It's actually holding others in a higher light. So Anya was inviting Murray to see Joan in a higher light and it's more of a revisioning. But then with the depth of the work that Anya did quite quickly, really amazing for a short call, um, uh, she was able to release the old concepts, release the old thought structures that she'd been holding around Joan. And you could hear on the call, and Anya pointed out, it out to us so that we could hear it, the point at which she released those old patterns of thinking was when she sighed. She went, ah, on the call. And, and yeah. that was on you when you pointed out that was the moment. You said that was the point of release. And so now Joan is, is able to show up differently because 
uh, Mary wasn't holding her in the old light. Right. And then you you went into your definition of healing about it being the reorganization of a system and how on that call um, the system was was reorganized. The system was able to reorganize because of the release of the old held beliefs that have been holding the old energy patterns in place. I think that's what most of us don't realize is that our mental ideas and concepts are, are what's holding the old energy dynamics in place. Yes, absolutely, Ruth. And this is why, as you've heard me say many times, oh, I wish that we were born with refresh buttons just like our computer and that every day we got up and we just pressed the refresh button so that the old concepts and ideas and delusions and distorted perceptions that we're looking through out into the world would refresh themselves every day. So, for example, let's say that, I don't know, your sister or your child or someone that you had an argument or weren't feeling great about them yesterday, you are seeing them fresh today and you're not dragging what was going on yesterday and seeing them through that lens. You're seeing them fresh. So I truly, I would love it if we all had a refresh button. However, we don't. Mm. But it is something I would invite everyone to consider is press your own refresh button every day for sure. So, um, hello, listeners. No matter what it is that is up for you right now, just know that if you feel moved to jump in and coach with me, you do not even need to know what's up. Just come in and be with me. Um, You can tell me a little bit about what you think is up and just trust that it's going to take us somewhere. But you are the one in everyone. You are the one. In everyone, what I mean by that is whatever's going to move through you energetically in the form of words and even emotions or laughter, we're all connected in our humanity. So you're helping a lot of people by whatever you're coming forward with. So let's open the lines, uh, Ruth, and just basically um, just give out the last four numbers of the telephone. Let that person know, hey, come on in. Okay, so the first person we have in the queue, the last four numbers of your phone number are 7292. 7292. So if you're ready, come on in. Yeah, just jump in and give me your first name. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Good Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing very well, very happy to be here. And my name is Anya. What's your name? Uh, my name is Mavi, M-A-V-I. Mavi, M-A-V-I. And where are you from, Mavi? I'm uh, from Dallas. I'm calling from Dallas. Texas. Yes. In the USA. Okay, great. And so, Mavi, what what do you want to jump in with? Um, This is what's been going on. I have been involved in... um, situation that uh, the gentleman that I was going out was stalking me, and I basically received an energetic punch on my solar plexus, and that mm-hmm. led to different things, and uh, 
even though I have moved myself from the situation, even from the apartment where I used to live, for some reason I'm still having the fear. I can feel the fear or something is going on inside my heart. I can feel him pushing stronger into my mind tail. And I am very sensitive, so I can feel these things. And for some reason, it seems like I cannot get back into my full strength. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you ready, Navi? Yes, I am, please. Yes. Okay. Okay. So here we go. And often you'll hear me pause, folks, because I'm just connecting and going a little bit deeper with Navi. So I'm pausing for a moment. And also, folks, as you come to know me, you will you will you will learn one thing about me. I'm very direct. I'm very direct, and I'm very to the point, like a laser beam. It, it might sting for a moment, but you get over it very very quickly, and something will move and change. So I'm going to be very direct with you, Mavi. Yes. Are you in a position to close your eyes for a moment? Yes, I am closing, yes. Yes, okay. So I just want you to relax through breathing. So let you and I take a couple deep breaths together. Breathing in. Everyone else relaxing with your exhale. One more breathing in. And exhale. And as you're relaxing into the moment, Navi, as you're relaxing into the moment, I want you to allow this gentleman to come within your energetic space to the degree that you feel comfortable. And that could be a mile down the road or a foot in front of you. Let his energy come in to the degree that you're comfortable. And as you're relaxing in the moment, you can feel his energy right right in, you know, proximity to you. I want you to allow yourself to see your energy in proximity to him as if your energy was painted all over him in whatever colors come to you, whatever shapes, to what degree, to what areas it's painted on him. And as you allow that image to be seen, felt, or heard, I'm going to invite you to do something. Get your energy off of him. Get your energy off of him. Get your power back to you. Take a deep breath in. Let the energy come right back into you. And exhale and release him. Can you understand, or does it make any sense, Navi, why I said get your energy off of him? Yeah, because I am very upset at him. I just... um, Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I don't want to give him too much energy. This is nothing right or wrong about him. My only interest in this moment is you and where your energy is and that you come to see just how much of your attention and your energy is on this man. Get it off of him. Get it back to you. 
and and make your life, Navi, make your life be about you now. Breathe you into you. Can you see, feel this, know this? Yes? There's still kind of difficulty um, having the... I still have a difficulty breathing on my solar plexus. Yeah. I feel kind of anxiety. Yeah. That was beautiful what you just said did, by the way, folks. Did you hear that huge breath that Mavi just took in? Okay? She took a oh, she breathed probably the most she's breathed herself in in quite a while. Now, Mavi, what I heard you just do is bring in a mental concept, a mental idea, a thought. See, I'm having trouble in the solar plexus area. I heard you have a thought about that. I'm going to invite you to release that thought, release it, and just notice notice the new type of breathing that is happening in your body now that you've gotten your attention and energy off of him. Take some breaths. Let me hear you. Okay, that exhale, that exhale is a mental exhale. Put your, put your hand on your belly, on your solar plexus, and I want you to exhale through the body. Let the body exhale. Okay. Yeah? Yes. Yes, 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 right there, right there. Okay, now, the last thing I'm going to um, put in as an idea for you, Mavi, is I want you to feel your energy underneath your hands by the solar plexus. Go behind so that you're inside your body. Put your awareness inside your body in the solar plexus area and, and just let that become your focal point inside of your body behind the solar plexus area that's where your attention is going to reside for the day and watch the relaxation that happens can you feel it yes yes awesome Mavi awesome that's because you've got your attention back on you fantastic so before I move to the next person, Mavi, in whatever was here for you now, in this experience of the little time that we've been together, share with us what it is that you're experiencing, that you're feeling now, and then maybe just go there. What, what are you feeling now from when we started and what's going on now? Well, I um, I definitely feel like um, fragments. I don't know how would I explain, but it feels like I feel more openness on my solar plexus, yes. Yes. and I feel like I was in a dream or sort of like uh, somewhere in hypnotic state. 
in when I'm breathing now back in, uh, and I'm touching my solar plexus, I feel yeah. more like me. I'm more aware and more more awake. Beautiful. And I feel that the I don't feel I don't feel the heaviness of that that thing that was yes. there. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Mavi, beautiful. Beautiful. It feels like I'm awake and it feels like I was in a hypnotic yes. state. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So don't go into any stories. Okay, so now folks, before we go into a promo, it's about a 30-second promo. It tells a little bit about my coaching practice just so you have the information. I just want to say what happened with, with Mavi. It's not anything magical, although it sounds like magic. Basically, I just reminded her to go home, go home to herself, get her energy off that other person, and look at the shift by shifting her perception, perception, shifting her perspective, her reality is now going to change on that subject. Well done, Mavi. Thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. So, you're very welcome, Mavi. I hope to thank see you again you. soon. You're very welcome. Ruth, roll into the promo, and then we'll take another caller. When? If you are really ready for a quantum leap in your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, or relationally, visit AnyaSophiaMan.com. Visionary Intuitive, Coaching, and Consultant. AnyaSophiaMan.com. I'll see you there. Are you ready? I chuckle when I hear that, folks, um, because, see, you can hear my kid, my playful side when I go, are you ready? <laughs> because I, it's a playground for me, and, and I, I love this work. I can't even really call it work. Um, because, again, it's so exciting, like with Mavi. It's just so exciting. Sometimes we're stuck in a story, and it, if someone else comes in and just shifts our perspective for a moment, how it lifts it and we're, we're lightened up so we go into the world a little bit lighter. So space is open, Ruth. Another caller. So the next person, your phone number is 7500-7500. You're next to speak with Anya. Hello. Hello, 7500, you're next. Just say hi, you're on mute. Okay, maybe we lost that person. Or maybe she was on mute. Okay, yeah, go for it, Ruth. Go to the next one, okay? Yeah. So here we go, the next person. Your number is 9574. 9574, you're next. Hi. Hi, this is Anne. How are you? I'm awesome, Anne. Where are you in the world? I'm in the East Coast. I'm in the state of New York. <laughs> yes, I'm in New York. And um, in regards to energy shift, I definitely related to what you said in regards to starting a new every day. And that I've been trying to work on that. It's a little, it takes time, but I'm really on that path. 
and especially with the person that I'm with, he, um, I sometimes I feel like there's improvement and then I feel like I don't know where we are and and I try to make every day, or try to make every day a different day. But when I'm feeling emotionally and intuitively, it can be, I don't want to say hard, but it can be a challenge from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Anne, if you were to pick in this moment one feeling that you really, really enjoy, and, and take a moment and let it arise in you, one feeling that you really, really just, it kind of speaks to who you are. For example, I have a giggle, and it's um, it's just a little kid in me, and it's such a fabulous feeling when that giggle comes out. I feel it, speaking of solar plexus, I feel it in my solar plexus area, and it's, it's um. It's the best part of me. It's the it's the part I love the most about me is when my kid is giggling. So I want that to be a part of my every day, and I look for opportunities for that. And when I'm not having a giggle a day, so to speak, I know something's up for me. I know something's up for me. So I use it also as an indicator. So for you, Anne, what is a feeling that you want to have every day as an indicator that tells you, hey, this is who I am? <laughs> a kiss every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, a kiss every day, and that's how I feel. That's how uh, I feel. A kiss every day. Uh, uh, now, does the kiss have to come from someone else, or can you give yourself a big old kiss? I would like for it to come from somewhere else. Um, I can definitely um, kiss myself, but I think it's a little bit more right. fun when. Uh... <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear you. And what I'm going to invite you to do is mm-hmm. give yourself a kiss every day. And the reason, the reason I say that, Anne, is because when we become. That which it is on a feeling state that we want to receive, we become a faster vibration matching it. In other words, if you do decide, I'm going to give myself a kiss every day, and so I am building on the feeling of wanting a kiss every day, you give to yourself what you want from other people. And it raises your vibration. It raises your frequency. So once you start becoming more conscious of giving yourself a kiss every day, watch randomly out there what happens. Now, do I mean strangers are going to walk up and give you a kiss? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no. However, now I'm going to let you in on something private about me. Okay, so everybody, huddle up. Come on, listeners, huddle up. Guess what? The very piece, the very piece of field work. That's what I, I call it when I when I invite someone to do something. Yeah, I call it field work. You go out into the field and you go ahead and do it if you agree, if it resonates with you. 
the very field work, friends, that I'm proposing to Ian, I'm doing myself, okay? I'm, I've spent about a month now. I've been giving myself a, a, a kiss a day, an intentional kiss a day, whether it's in the mirror and I go kiss myself in the mirror or kiss my hand or wherever. And absolutely, kisses have been increasing in my life from other people. And I walked into the grocery store yesterday, and and I hear a man's voice say, do you want a kiss? And it was a man with a little booth, with a booth in the grocery store um, selling some kind of children's toys and had a bowl of kisses. I'm like, okay, I'm now a vibrational match. (laughs) So do you understand what I mean by raising your vibration, starting with you for the very thing that you want? I do. And honestly and truly, I do. And I've been, this is something that I've known for years and I've been working on, and then I kind of, there was a a void uh, previously, previous to me meeting the man that I'm with now. So um, I want my kisses from him, and which I do get yes. him. But yes, I want okay. So, so how? So however, mm-hmm. here we go. Okay, as as with Mavi, I'm going to tie you into Mavi now, Anne. When what we want, we try to get from someone else. It's the wrong order of business. It's, it's the wrong relationship to what we want. We need to be for ourselves what we, we would enjoy from another. When we start trying to get it from someone else, we're already in void of it within ourselves. Mm. We're looking up, mm. right, right. And so, Anne, just just imagine this from this moment forward. If you decide to a kiss a day for yourself, it's really a symbolic. It's just a symbol. I would still go ahead with the physicality of it. It's a symbol. You will start to shift the relationship with yourself and won't go looking outside of yourself for someone to be different to you. You be different to you. Yes, it starts there, absolutely. Now, I'm going to bring in one more piece, everyone, because Anne is us. Anne is us right now. What we're not getting from another is what, is what you're not giving yourself. And other has come into our life as a benevolent messenger, not good or bad, a benevolent messenger, not good or bad, to reflect back to us that which we most are wanting for ourselves. And if we don't give it to ourselves, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, relationally, if we don't give it to ourselves, then we're going to try to get it out of someone else. It starts with you. Can you deeply hear that, Anne? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree with you. It does start with ourselves. Um, absolutely. It, absolutely. It starts with the love. That's true. Absolutely. And so your love, your love 
And so the more you can move into the feeling space of love for yourself, not for another, for yourself, watch all of this magic start to change. So now I'm going to add another piece of field work for you, if you're willing. When you do give yourself a little kiss, say, I love you. Start building a relationship with yourself and watch your outside relationships start to shift. They will meet you where you are. Make sense? Mm, I understand that mentally, and I understand it uh, emotionally, but I'm trying to feel it. That's that's where where my problem is. No, no, no. Change that thinking. Change no. that thinking. That is precisely and exactly. Yep. That's precisely and exactly and why I'm moving into a place of field work with you that's actually physical so you can feel it. Mm. Right. Mm. Okay. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's so you can start to feel it. You willing? Yes, I'm, yes, I'm willing. Awesome. <laughs> it's a kiss a day, and I love you once a day. So you hear your own voice, you look into your own eyes, you feel the kiss on your own skin. It's you. It's you that you're building the relationship because you'll start to feel you, and then things will be different on the outside. So if you're willing, you. for, the listeners, for the listeners who are listening to you and feeling you to the degree that they can, because we are all connected, share with us what has shifted for you. What, what in our little time together, what's different for you right now? What's different for me right now is that I, uh, I feel that. I need that. I need mm-hmm. that because I don't have a problem giving love. I don't have a problem at all because that's, I think, innately, that's what I love to do. But I realize I need to give myself the love that I give to other people. Mm. Absolutely. And so, therefore, those who most give, you know, and overgive, it's usually, you know, the, the situation for them is they need to receive more. That's why they're giving so much. You want to live a life in balance, and So enjoy just, you know, 21 days. Just, just commit to that. 21 days will change the habit of giving, giving to everyone else by giving, giving to you. A kiss a day, I love you a day, look in the mirror, feel the kiss on your skin. 21 days, watch what happens. And be sure to stay tuned to the show and let us know. Do come back in again and let us know. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Ruth, let's um, let's run into um, promo three, which happens to be about the co-host Ruth Hadikin, my personal soul path astrologer. Absolutely. It's it's different than regular soul astro- regular astrology. It's soul path astrology, and um, I highly, highly, highly recommend folks. If you don't know your soul path, get connected with Ruth. She's amazing. Ruth, want to jump in with a promo, and then we'll move to someone else that's on the call. Your Soul Path Astrologer, RuthHaddigan.com. If you're asking, 
who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? There are answers. You were born with them in your astrological mandala. Focus session with RuthCadigan.com. Ruth answers your deepest questions about your life and relationships. It's now RuthCadigan.com. Ah, uh, yeah. RuthHaddikin.com, my personal soul path astrologer. What a difference that has made in my life to come to the realization we are absolutely born into an energy mandala that we are living and moving through as a soul expression. And once you get plugged in and you know what that is, it can really um, heighten the path that you're living. So, Ruth, shall we go out to another caller? Yes, thank you for that, Anya. And so the next caller on the line, the last four numbers of your phone number are 4670. 4670, you're next to speak with Anya. Hello. Are you on mute? Hi, this is Anya. 4670, that's four digits of your phone number. You're on mute. Okay, last time. Are you on mute? This is Anya. You need to unmute. Is there another caller? Okay, well, we can see if uh, 7500 looks like they're still on the line, even though nobody was there, so we can try that person again. 7500, are you there? (laughs) 7500? Come in. Mars to Earth, Mars to Earth. 7,500, are you there? Okay. Okay, jump in with the number, Ruth, and then we'll just move from here. Coaching line is now closed. So um, is there anything you want to say, Ruth? I also want to jump into the conscious journey tenet, number two. Is Mm. there anything, Ruth, that you want to add as to what you heard in Mavi and Anne that ties it into the quantum alchemy coaching and what that really is all about. What's quantum? What's alchemy? Do you want to say that? Well, absolutely. So quantum alchemy is about um, the shift that happens with with quantum alchemy coaching. Quantum is um, this... um, the smallest possible particle, and alchemy is the is the uh, the gap that happens. So, in the space that's created with quantum alchemy, um, there's often a real deep energetic shift. And I would invite both uh, Marvi and Anne to download or just listen to the recording of this show because you often don't hear the shift yourself at the time while it's happening but the other people on the call the other listeners on the call can absolutely hear that energetic shift and it shows in your tone of voice and what happens time and again as Anya is working with people is that there will be a real energetic shift and what Anya calls clear space a clear space opens up and Marvi actually spoke to that. She said, oh, she said, I can feel an openness around my solar plexus. But right. then, if we're not careful, our mind comes in and tries to reimpose the old story. So that's what Anya means when she says, don't, don't go mental, don't, don't let the mind come in and do that. So, so folks, when, when you have been coaching with Anya, 
try, if you can, to be aware of that openness, be aware of what Andy calls the clear space, and be in that clear space as, as long as possible without the mind coming back in with the old story because the mind will try to reconstruct the old energy pattern, like we said at the beginning of yes. the call. So try and be yes. in the openness as long as possible. Yes, it was absolutely. clear with both Barbie and Anne. Uh, you could hear it. You could hear the shift. You could hear the openness. You could hear the spaciousness. Um, and I understand that when, when you're the person being coached, you, you don't realize it at the time, so it's good to go back and listen and try and stay or in that open do. space. For or you do, or you, or do. you may do, yes, absolutely. You, absolutely. you may do, yes. Yes. It's many, many people do. We, and so, and yeah, yeah. We, we fall into, um, listeners, we, we fall into the mental construct. Uh, it's kind of like at the opening of the show when I mentioned that I wish we all had a refresh button. We hold that mental construct, and it's like imprisoning a person, place, a situation, holding them in that space. So we need to refresh. We need to think different, do something different. That's why Mavi and Ian both were given a piece of field work. And if they're willing to move out into the world and take that on board, they absolutely will shift their energy. And oftentimes it isn't the big shift. It's the little tiny shift that makes the biggest difference. If you'll just, you know, go and do it and put it into practice, all of a sudden, something's different. We don't. Mm. People try to make a hundred percent change in their life when sometimes all we need to shift is two degrees. You know, everything else is great. We just need to shift it two degrees. So, um, Ruth, while we're waiting on other callers to call in to be coached, and by the way, folks, the call-in number to be coached eight one eight four nine five sixty nine thirty. Again, eight one eight four nine five. 69.30 if you want to be coached in the moment. And so while we're waiting for that, Ruth, I want to move to um, the conscious journey tenets. And um, so maybe say a bit about that, Ruth. Not a lot, just a little bit about it, because I want it to be a part of every show. Well, a, a few years ago now, a, a chapter, part of a chapter that Anya was invited to write for a book, she came up with this series of what she calls conscious journey tenets, which are actually poetic verses to guide us in our conscious journey. And so each verse itself is so, is so profound and invites us to shift that perspective just a little, just like Anya mentioned, even just a slight degree, a slight shift in perspective will make a difference. So that's the purpose of the Conscious Journey Tenets. And they're up on Anya's magazine, which you can find at lifecoachingmagazine.net. And they're in the section called in the light of a new day. Mm, yeah, another another lifelong dream come true, as well as Quantum Alchemy Radio. Um, another lifelong dream is uh, lifecoachingmagazine.net. Um, again, it's organic like me. It's a work in progress. Um, we're having a lot of fun with that. So I want to read a tenet. In the light of a new day, it's conscious journey tenant number two of 44 tenants. And there's beautiful pictures, folks, that go with them. And soon there'll be, excuse me, a downloadable e-book. Um, it's beautiful. So let's just ponder these words. In the light of a new day, I think of Mavi in this moment, in the light of a new day, you are refreshed. 
You can do anything different or better than the day before. There is so much hope, so much promise, potential and possibility abound. When we awaken to the moment, the present here now moment, it is all there is. Living from there creates something new and different from what has gone before. You are growing, changing, evolving, and by presenting this in many ways will wake you up. Something in you will recognize the truth on a body and cellular level. You will vibrate differently. Your resonance will be higher as you claim for yourself what you have always known. Nothing stays the same. Everything is energy and movement. You are energy. You are evolving. You are life living through you as you. Mm. So I say to Anne, give yourself a kiss on that one. (laughs) Tell yourself (laughs) I love you on that one. Right. So, Ruth, what did you hear in that, and how does that tie into quantum alchemy? Well, it's it's first of all, it's beautiful, and I couldn't imagine it being so perfect. I mean, who knew? Who knew that Marvi and Anne were going to call in with the uh, with what they called in around? And and look look what was here for the conscious journey tenant number two. And you were even saying, press the refresh button in the light of a new day. You are refreshed. Okay. You can do anything different. It's it's just so perfect, and how it ties in with quantum alchemy is that um, with, quant- with quantum alchemy, we're talking about the sub-physical level of existence. And alchemy, this wonderful Wikipedia definition that we have that refers to the process of liberation from temporal existence or time-bound existence. And so quantum alchemy is the interface between the physical and the non-physical where all change and healing happens. And it's like, I like this visual on you of like Lego bricks, you know, that have a, I know your grandkids love to play with Legos. And uh, when you've got all your Legos built, all of the Legos in your, in, your, in your set, for example, all of the bricks in your set taken up in one construction, there's nothing's free, nothing's available to do everything else. And when you break that down, all of your Lego bricks are free to reconstruct something else. You can make something different. And that's what happens in the space of quantum alchemy is that the old mental constructs that were holding the old mental patterns in place have have broken down like the uh, like the caterpillar turning to mush inside of the chrysalis before the butterfly emerges and so we really don't realize that's what happens when we go to sleep when we go to sleep at night and we switch off Everything's gone, hasn't it? All our worries of the day, all our curves of the day. For a, even for a brief moment, even if, we, even if in like 15 seconds later we start dreaming about the day, we've at least had that 15 seconds where everything was gone. And when we open our eyes in the morning, when we wake up, and I really got that on you reading your Conscious Journey Tenets up on lifecoachingmagazine.net, it really does bring home this idea of in the light of a new day. When we open our eyes in the morning, we can really shift our perspective if we choose to, if we we wake up with awareness. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. 
yes, 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 Ruth. It it is um, most of what I do comes from you know the explorations and being on the conscious journey, the voyage of self discovery within myself. And I think of when the title of that chapter in that book, in the light of a new day, dropped in. It was about four in the morning. It, with that came the realization that the truth that every morning when we wake up, we truly are anew, unless we're dragging something in from the day before. Mm-hmm. And so that is why another one of my practices at night, Ruth, is I, I, go, I go back through, just quickly, I, I go back through the day, you know, just like I'm following a string, just moments in the day, this, 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 and that, that, that. I don't think about those things. I just back down through the day from the time when I woke up in the morning. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, when I put my feet on the side of the bed, I outstretch my arms as I'm doing now. I look up and I say, dear God, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? Use me for the highest good of all. So be it, and Mm -hmm. so it is. And with that, I put my feet on the ground. And so I'm not dragging in things from the days before to the degree that I can do that, but the intention is to not drag in the day before, to really recognize that you are anew in that new day. Just like when the sun rises and the sun hits your bedroom window or your kitchen or you notice it outside, it's a brand new day and you get to choose who and how you're going to be in that day. So here we are, Ruth, in segment five, and let's go to the everyday life coaching tip number two. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. So basically, that's up on the magazine. You can watch me give that that everyday life coaching tip and listen to me. So, Ruth, do you want to say a little bit about it? What was there for you in it? Uh, yeah, that's uh, right up there on, as Anya says, it's on lifecoachingmagazine.net, and that's in the everyday life coaching section. So if you go to the feature section, you'll find it up there. And, you know, Anya, it's such a, it's such a powerful little reminder but it's 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 really profound if only i could remember to do it i don't remember to do it but if if you can remember to do the who what when why were how you've got absolutely everything covered and i love um the examples that you actually give in that short video it's only a, i forget now a two minute three minute video uh-huh. Uh-huh. you actually give uh, it's a, it, that three-minute video is like a mini coaching course. If you're in a situation where you, maybe as a parent with children or if you're a teacher, if you need to ask good questions, I'm not really great at asking, thinking of great questions in the moment, but Anya, I've seen you work for over many years and it really is one of your gifts. And the actual examples that Anya gives of questions in that short three-minute video are so profound. You could use those in any parenting or teaching situation and in any coaching situation, whether you're a formal coach in, in a, 
in a coaching practice or in a corporation, or if you're just using coaching skills to improve your language and communication with people. So now you're going to ask me what the examples are, and I can't remember at this moment. I just uh-huh. made a note of right. them, but I didn't. Right. But every That's time okay. I watch that little video, I'm always so impressed by the questions you ask, mm-hmm. by the, the actual mm-hmm. examples you right. give. So you're talking about who, what, when, why, where, and how, and then you just say off the top of your head, you go, okay, so for example, who are you being? There you go, that's one of them. Who are you being in that? And I'm like, whoa, that's profound to just come off the top of your head. And then the other mm-hmm. illustrations are equally just great. Go, go along, listen right. to the video, and what I will do after today's show is go along myself and write them down so I remember. <laughs> right. So, folks, it's, it's really very, very simple. Okay, so you have five fingers. You know, pick a hand, left or right hand, it doesn't matter. And basically, you're using these words as a sentence stem. And what I mean by that in this everyday life and coach coaching tip number two and I'll be giving them every week. Use these words as a sentence stem to help you bring in a great question. A sentence stem is using one word to start the sentence and you fill in the blank with the situation that you're with or the person that you're with. So who, what, where, when, why, how? Oh, that's six. That's six. <laughs> but I think I'm not, cause it, my, I use my hand to jog me. Who, what, where, when, why, how? So what that would sound like in a conversation is, who's closest to you in that? What are you really feeling? Where might that take you? Why might you be thinking like that? And how is that going to look for you? Now, I just made those up in the moment. The point is, use those sentence stems, who, what, where, when, why, how, in a conversation, and add whatever you want to the rest of the word. You will have such rich, deep, revealing, insightful, engaging, intimate conversations, and that can happen in five minutes. So I invite you to take that coaching tip and move out into your week and, you know, put it up put it up to your own experience by trying it. So either using all of the sentence stems or, or just two, but decide, yes, I'm going to put this into practice this week, especially those of you who have teenagers who it's hard to get anything from. So experiment with those sentence stems. So I invite all of you to go ahead and do that. And again, that's up at Everyday Life Coaching Tip number two. So Ruth, parenting, teaching, coaching, they are so interchangeable. Coaching can show up in all of those roles and teaching in the coaching, and teaching in the parenting. So let's take a look at a teachable moment. What is that? What is a teachable moment? What comes to your mind with that, Ruth? And if you don't have one, I do. What's a teachable moment? What do I mean by that, Ruth? 
I don't have a specific example, but I know how I witnessed you with your grandchildren. Practically everything is a teachable moment when you're with your grandchildren. Yes, absolutely. Always teachable moments. Um, so whether it's teenagers, children, your husband, rather than diving into what are you doing that for? What are you doing that for? Why not dive into something like, I'm curious. Is that working for you? I'm wondering. What you are getting by continuing to do that, I'm really wondering about that. And then, depending upon what the person says, you're going in for a teachable moment. What did you learn from that? Raise the consciousness around that as opposed to the, the, the reprimand. Okay, that's the, that's the closest word I can come to right now is the reprimand that you might want to go in with. Come at it from curious, from I wonder, because you want to consider yourself to be someone who's looking for teachable moments. And by teachable, I don't mean tell another person what to do. I mean looking for the lesson in something. So you can, again, raise the consciousness of the person who might be unaware of something that's habitual that they're doing. Um, You heard earlier with Navi and Anne when I was coaching with them, I just raised the consciousness as to that they might be continuing to think a certain way about something as opposed to, for example, with Anne, bringing her into her body and making a request for her to do something so she could physically feel for herself, the very thing she wasn't feeling from her, her partner, her boyfriend, or her husband. So look for teachable moments in your everyday. So anything jump in around that for you, Ruth? Well, Every day is full of, of coaching moments, teachable moments. Go ahead, Ruth, sorry. Yes, I'm just thinking of, of language and how often I've heard you just in everyday conversation shift the language and invite people to, you know, consider reframing or up-languaging, just to actually change mm-hmm. the language around something, the language about how we talk about ourselves, you know, and most of the time we, we're unconscious about how we speak about ourselves, how we think about ourselves. So I've often heard you uh, invite people to ch- change the language, just tweak the language a little bit, and even that makes such a profound difference. Mm-hmm. And so, so the the theme of the show is quantum relating the new relationship. So, just in reflection, Ruth, of, of you know that we've got about five more minutes, seven more minutes here today. Let's tie it all in, wrap it all in. So, how does it all tie back into quantum relating? And and why might I have said the new relationship? Right, because if we think back to uh, last week's show, and if you haven't heard it, folks, it's it's right up here on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to it right right after this show. Um, we we spoke about the language of light, and we opened today's show speak talking about light, 
and how the cells in our bodies are actually radiating light and that there's information on that light. So we're communicating to one another with light. And one of the most important pieces of research that, that, that they've done lately is that when we set our intention, when we set our intention, that changes how much light that we're actually emitting, we're actually giving out. So the other person, the other the cells in the other person's body is receiving our thoughts and intentions irrespective of what our words are saying. And so today when you were working with Marvin, when you were working with Anne, uh, you, you were really working on an energetic level about shifting that energetic level. That's what quantum relating really is. When we drop into that space where I've heard you say, many times on you that you're creating the space for something to be different when we drop into that space that quantum space that space where mm. quantum alchemy happens that's the space where through shifting our perspective through changing our intention we start to emit a different message we start radiating a different message yeah. in our light if yeah. we, we aren't doing that through words, even if we aren't saying a word, the, the light is emitting a different message. And as soon as that happens, again, and you've said this many times, and we've seen it, we've seen it with, when you're working with people, coaching people, the ripple effects of that go out into the world. And that's what Gandhi really meant when he said, be the change you want to see in the world. He was speaking about quantum alchemy. Be the change yeah. in yourself. Set that intention. Change, change the message that your body is radiating out into the world, and you'll see a different world reflected back to you. Mm-hmm. And there's, there are there are many um, pointers throughout many type, many religions, etc. The kingdom is within. You are the light. It goes on and on and on. That it was the message Ruth, of of so many mm. religions and spiritual leaders is you know pointing us to the fact that we we are beings of light we are emanating light and uh, the multidimensionality that we are as beings Ruth and our communication and our ways of relating um, in in a in a quantum relationship or a quantum alchemy relationship full of quantum moments. We are multidimensional in in how we are relating. And so there's many ways in which I mean that, folks. And as we as we go through the weeks and, and bring in other shows, you will hear me speak about that a lot. Um, so there's just ways of communicating that go beyond the spoken word. This is what I mean by the, the new relationship is, is a quantum relationship. And animals, Ruth, animals instinctually already know this. I mean, <clears throat> dogs don't communicate with words, but they communicate with words, <laughs> for example. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to cough. <laughs> like, it's, it's like we said on, on last week's show, we touched on it. But, but 
for, it, for many, it's so exciting on you to have this latest science that shows us what what's, um, spiritual teachers have been saying all along. So this idea that our cells are emitting information, our cells are giving out information, and other in, individuals are receiving the information that we are transmitting on light. This explains so many things from telepathy to distance healing to white prayers work. But most exciting is how when you see flocks of birds or shoals of fish and they all move at exactly the same time. And scientists have been studying that for years trying to figure out how do they do it. Because it can't be that they're all watching the leader because that would there'd be too much of a time lag between the guy at the back and the guy at the front. So they know it couldn't be. They couldn't be visually watching and thinking, okay, guys, it's time to turn this way or turn that way. It's done through light. And through the communication of light, that's how we become one. Because that whole shoal of fish just moves as one body of fish. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really, when we realize that we, we have this, and it's innate in us as well, it really brings our relating to a different level to pay attention to, as you yeah. say, to who we're being in the relationship, how we're showing yeah. up in the relationship. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. the intentioning, for example, you know, you sit down to make a phone call, don't just dial, take five seconds and hold the intention of how you want the outcome of that call to be you know, favorable for everyone. Um, you're calling your lawyer or you're calling your bill collector or whatever, you know. You're calling your mom, you know. You hold that intention as to how you want the outcome to feel, moving everything into the feeling state because that communication is happening on another level. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in the, I think, you know, Back over the years, Ruth, when I would, you know, want to be honing some specific skills in multidimensional communication, for example, I would sit on a bench in the shopping mall and I would zoom into a particular person walking by and just, you know, hold the space that they look back at me and sure enough, they'd walk past down there and then they'd turn around and they'd look back, you know, and, and then you sit there and you go, ooh, am I that powerful? Ooh. Do I have that much influence? The point is is that it's not that you're so powerful and you have that much influence. Yes, you do. It's just that it's evidence that we are all connected. We are all yes. swimming around in a oceanic consciousness. We are all swimming in that collective consciousness. Yes, as individuals connected to the whole. You know, for example, just look at your hand. I mean, You have five fingers, and they're individual, but they're all connected to the palm of your hand, which is then connected and so on and so on. We're we're all connected. I actually use my hands to remind me of that. So what a joy Mm -hmm. it has been to be here today, yet again, Ruth, on show number two. I'm excited for the callers that will be calling in, making a difference, and and the people that, that have worked with Call back in. Let us know how that progressed for you. Don't hesitate to send off an email. You can reach me at Anya at AnyaSophiaMan.com. That's A-N-Y-S-O-P-H-I-A-N-A-N-N.com. If you want to shoot something off to Ruth, it's Ruth at Ruth Hadikin, H-A-D-I-K-I-N, 
www.quantumleap.com. Um, so anything else to wrap things up, Ruth, and tie it all into Quantum Alchemy? I think I think that's about it. Just I just made me smile when you said, you know, about having to, are you powerful enough to have somebody turn around and look at you? I think it's just like you said, it's evidence that we're all connected. If we dial somebody's phone number and they answer, why should we be surprised? You know, we've, we've connected with them. <laughs> so, folks, as well, remember next week to dial in really early. Get yourselves in the queue. If you've been listening but you haven't decided whether to jump in, jump in and play with Anya next week for live on the air coaching. Enjoy yourselves this week, and remember, you are the one in everyone. So take really, really good care of you because it does affect everyone else. Thanks for joining. Bye. Now you can also read Anya's unconventional poetry, prose and musings at clearlight.substack.com. Thank you for listening to the Quantum Alchemy Radio Show. Join us again as hosts, guests and callers create a new, different, and timely show. We invite you to be the shift that wants to happen in the world. Music